Hello, friends, Maestro here, bringing you episode 379 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, I'm talking about what to do when ambitious action feels isolating. Now, normally in this little blurb teaser here, I'd say you got to tune into the full episode, but this is a big deal to me. And I want you to know that the, the answer here is that you keep showing up and you keep shining bright because I promise you, you will attract people who are looking for the light. I've got a whole lot more to say, but first, hey DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Three, two, one. Hello, my podcast people, and thank you for joining me for yet another episode of my favorite podcast. Let's jump right on into this. Today's episode is 100% inspired and titled from a, a comment that my girl Betsy Foster left on a post that I did today. Yes, that's right. I'm actually recording this a little bit later than I normally do. And I'm glad. I was going to record about something else, but I'll push that episode back. Uh, I did a post today in the cover image. The title said, when your quote unquote friends don't support you. And in the whole reel, of course, it was a reel because Instagram is pushing reels. The reel was about the fact that when you experience success, it may trigger people. And oftentimes the people that it triggers the most are those who are closest to you because you hold the biggest mirror for those people. So we're going to dive into that in this episode, into that, the reality of that and my proposed solutions. But first off, I wanted to give a huge shout out to my girl, Betsy. Courtney, if you could link that episode, thank you. We brought on the podcast and Betsy talked about her business model and helping other trainers to experience success within a more traditional approach and within kind of that globo gym setting, which can be a phenomenal start. Uh, so definitely check that episode out if that is you. But in the comment, Betsy wrote when, and so I titled it, you know, when ambitious action, Jesus, when ambitious action feels isolating. And she, she said that as part of the comment and I was just like blown away. And I was like, yes, that is a phenomenal title for a podcast episode. And I want to riff a little bit more on that. So right off the bat, I'm not going to lie, full transparency. This is not something that I have personally experienced. And so no, my uh, suggestions are not coming from a place of I did this, so you should do this too. It's coming from the other side, which I think I've spoke about this before, where, you know, the very action-oriented approach to things. And I think that in general, we take a step back, there is so much value in learning from someone who has been in the exact same place as you, so much value. And I think there's also value in learning from other people who haven't necessarily been there, but have experienced perhaps the success 
or the, you know, existence that in some way is aspirational for you. So I can think of, off the top of my head, quite a few people that I look at and I'm like, cool, no, we don't necessarily, you know, directly have the same story. You know, Danny Matej is probably one of the best examples. Probably have like one of the like most, the farthest stories from each other, but I can learn so much from his approach to things and how he's experienced success and the things that he does. And obviously we take what you what you want and what serves you and you can leave the rest. So putting that out there from the jump, no, I feel very fortunate that I have not experienced this backlash and this isolation that I see other people experience when they start to have success and those around them, instead of supporting them and lifting them up, they attack them and they try to, to cut them down. So I want to validate your experience and how fucking shitty that is. I probably should have said, if you have kids listening, cover their ears. So I'll say it right now, if you have kids listening, cover their ears. Because all I want to say about those people is fuck those dusty bitches. Like, not the kids. I'm talking about the the people that are not supporting you. When all you're doing is showing up and, and living your best life and finding, pursuing, and creating happiness... Fuck those dusty bitches, right? I get it. It's going to be triggering for them. And you know why it's going to be triggering? I talk about this in the real, but it's because you hold up a mirror. Right? In general, we know the nervous system is always seeking safety. It's always looking for how can I control a situation? Because when I can control it, I know the outcome. And when I know the outcome, it's safer for me. So when you hold up this mirror for people and you're doing things you weren't doing before... And you're stepping outside of your original circle of people and actions and comfort. And that holds up a huge ass mirror for people. And they are just like, one, they could say, that's awesome, dude. That is so great for you. What, people that are secure in their shit, that's what they'll say. People that are a little bit more insecure. And, you know, some of it may come from caring. I kind of think about parents right now when they're just like want the best for their kid. And they're like, oh, this is, this is unfamiliar for me and it's scary. And so I, I can't support it initial, immediately. But it comes from that place of fear, right? And so you hold up this mirror and suddenly they're like, have, should I have done more? Could I do more? Am I happy? There's a ton of shit that gets brought up for people. And most people, many people, they don't like it. And so what do they do? Instead of investigating it and utilizing the skills as taught by James Olivia, they just go and attack it. Right? Because again, nervous system is seeking safety. And when I can control things, I feel safe. So I'll cut it down and I'll say bad things. And I'll look to shame you so that you stop doing those things that make me feel uncomfortable, that make me feel unsafe. It's shitty, but it's the reality. So I want to validate those of you that are experiencing it or have experiencing it, how terrible it is. And perhaps give a little heads up to some of you that maybe haven't experienced it yet, but you're kind of starting to see it, or maybe you haven't at all, and hopefully you won't ever, but this way you're not surprised if that starts to kind of trickle into things. I actually had a conversation with someone else who I coach, and she asked this, and she was like, that, that's honestly what prompted me to make the video. She asked, she was like, is this normal that like people around you, they just they start being mean and like cutting you down? And I was like, it is normal, but it's not right, or I should say it's common, but it's not, it's not right. And I would, you know, I hate kind of using that word normal, but you know, it's, it's common, but it's definitely not right. So 
Hopefully that doesn't happen to you, but perhaps maybe you got thing your your little radar on. So we spoke about why it happens, right? And the fact that it's, you know, the same thing happens on social media. If someone leaves some long ass comment that's negative, it's about them, right? It's not about you. It's about them. If you want to go back and forth, go ahead. I'm not going to do that, but we know it's about them. Someone leaves some terrible long review about you. It's about them. Actually, you know, Seth Godin, I think, has one of the best approaches to uh, reading reviews. Because obviously he's written like a zillion books and he talks about you're going to get those negative reviews. And the way that he started dealing with it was when the person's statement is like, this is the worst book I have ever read. He looks at it and he's like, it's the truth. It is for that person, the worst book they've ever read. It's when people start to you know, be like, this was going to be the worst book that you've ever read, then it's a, then it becomes incorrect. And it's like, I don't even read this because they're projecting. That, that's not helpful. But if someone's giving their own personal experience, and all you can say is, you're right. That is that is your experience of, of things. So, you know, you get those long comments and that. It's about that person. And I'm not here to say that you should just, you know, be like, fuck that person. Although, like, kind of, sort of, depending on, you know, how the comment's coming. But I think that you have a few options and a few solutions and or action steps and kind of tying into the first thing I said about, no, I haven't experienced this and I'm on the other side of things and here's what I would do. And me being very action oriented, I have big feels, but I'm also super action oriented. And so one of the things I can that I see is that when something is very emotional and tied into emotions, that Sometimes if we just sit with other people who have those same emotions, we don't actually move forward. We just kind of like commiserate and then we're like stuck in the same place. So again, wanting to validate one's ex- your experience, but also from an action perspective, what I would do is the following. Number one, understanding that I'm, I'm almost hesitant to number this. I don't even know if I have a, a true list. I got some some ideas. But the first thing is that this is not about a blatant fuck you to that person and like being like, fuck, fuck everyone that doesn't agree with me and who doesn't support me. That's kind of like a bit of like a sociopath like kind of approach to things. Like it's not about just, just being like, oh, doesn't it bother me? Like, yes, it's going to bother you. We want to be liked. We are a social species. And again, tying it back into safety – there is safety in community. We, we, as a species, learn that when we are together, that's when we are more likely to survive as opposed to like you being by yourself out in the woods, right? When you're with a group, the chances of survival increase. So we have this built into us where we want to be liked. We want to be part of, of the community, a part of the group. And when people don't like us and they don't support us, it stings and it hurts. So it's not just about like flipping a sociopath switch and being like, I don't give a fuck. Doesn't bother me. Because that is, that's not what I, I want you to take this. I think I've done, I think I know that I've done uh, daily maestroism about, at least one about this in the past. And the fact that it's not that other people's opinions don't matter to me. It's that my opinion of myself and the things and my feelings matters more. So it's not just blatantly disregarding and be like, I don't need anybody. It's making sure that I'm looking at my own wants, needs, feelings, all of the, my own happiness and putting that first. And then we can look at the other things. So if you decide that you actually want to relate with these people that are throwing shade and not supporting you, 
I, again, highly recommend James Olivia's Skills Intensive because the goal here is not to convince them of what, why what you're doing is valuable or why they should be happy for you. The goal here is simply to understand where they're coming from, and then you get to make decisions from there. Right? So we're just, again, purely relating for the goal of understanding and being with that person. It's not to try and convince them. It's not to utilize these skills in order to try and convince them. It's literally to try and gain understanding and be like, wh wh where are they coming from that they're, that they're feeling that they, you know, why are they throwing the shade? Where, where, why? All right, so if, you, if that's what you decide that you want, my number one course of action would actually be to take James Olivia's Skills Relate Intensive. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, Courtney, if you could drop that episode. I did an entire episode uh, where I reviewed James Olivia's Skills Intensive, Relate Skills Intensive. Uh, so you can check that out. I've done other, you know, two other episodes with James Olivia. But I cannot recommend it highly enough. The next thing that I would encourage you to do, as hard as it may be, is to keep showing up. You know, I always lean on the power and the value of the online space. And this is can be a time when it really becomes super helpful for you. I, the, the whole thing here is that quote that I borrow all the time from Sarah Suds, Dr. Sarah Suds, actually, we attract what we are, not what we want. And so to that end, how you show up is going to attract th that type of person. Now, I do believe this is a bit easier in the online space because there's simply more eyes. It can be exceptionally tough to do this depending on where you live. And, you know, I don't maybe this is an unpopular opinion. I don't know. But you might have to move. There may not be the demographic and the support system where you live. You might be able to find one person, maybe, but you might have to leave and change where you live. I've I've spoke I've written about this. I'm pretty sure I've written about this to my to the mafia maybe. And just the value of the importance of where you live. And because to me it is the most important thing from the weather to the people that are there. You know, we had a bunch of all the women came in for legacy for our live event and we played volleyball on Saturday and I don't know, maybe nine of them, 10 of them. So almost half the group came and played or watched. And then a handful of them went back home and looked up beach volleyball leagues. Like that's incredible. And so I asked them, cause some of them, some of them, it was their first time playing. And I was like, what, what, why did you go? like one? I mean, I understand why you would go look it up, but like what, why? And they were just like, I realized how much I missed being amongst other active adults. And that can be incredibly difficult to find in certain areas. For certain areas, the, the number one activity is going out and drinking. And you know, I'm not throwing shade on that, but if that's not what you're looking to do, you may have to move in order to find that support system. And then you will have to show up as you and lead with the things that make you you and lead with the things that make you happy. And if, if that's like, you know, working a ton, that's fine. There are plenty of areas that you can move to where other people really enjoy working a ton and you're not going to be shamed for your work ethic. Right? So if you are finding that, that you're not getting the support for your success and people are just ragging on your lifestyle, 
the number one thing that I recommend there is to keep showing up in the way that brings you the most happiness. And I get that, like, as I'm saying it, you're going to have that internal conflict of, well, I'm, I get happiness from doing this, but I also get not so much happiness because people give me a hard time. To that end, then we got to look at who do we want to surround ourselves with? The, the goal to me is not to find your people, it's to attract them. The flip side of that is if you have people that are, are just being toxic, and I kind of hate that word now as well because I feel like it's just gotten abused, but if you have people that aren't good for you, they're not good for your mental health, they're not good for your emotional health, we have to get rid of them. That sounded so mafioso, get rid of them, like the godfather. That sounded, that didn't sound good, but have those conversations with people first Use those relate skills for, of relating and then decide, right? You get to make the decision. Is it healthy for me to have this person in my life in this way? Maybe you're not cutting them out completely, but you're establishing boundaries and being like, you know, we can't discuss these things. And I truly, truly, truly believe that we teach people how to treat us. And I also very much acknowledge and believe that it, it is easier for some people than others to teach others how to treat them. Some of the things that I hear people saying to my friends, and I'm like, what? Are you, what? That's insane. Someone said that to you? Someone had the audacity to say that to you? And yeah, I'm thinking about women right now, where other women will just say some wild ass shit to them. Other men, or not other men, men will slide into the DMs and just say some wild shit. And I'm like, what? So I'm not here to say that any of this is easy, but I think we got to take a step back and think about what's the alternative. If the alternative is sitting exactly where you are, getting mistreated, being really unhappy, then I think that there is some value to thinking about and starting to take steps forward and and putting up boundaries and relating with people doing you know your best to understand them and then yeah putting in those bound putting in putting those boundaries in place enforcing them and making sure that you are you know for the people pleasers in the audience that you're pleasing yourself because you are a people's as well right so it's not about a, you know finding your people it's about attracting them and then also looking at what you currently have and Perhaps making some hard decisions after, you know, being an adult, have the conversations. And if, you know, you've expressed the things, because you can't be, people can't read your mind. And if you've expressed the things and you've had the discussions and you're like, this just isn't good for me, then yeah, you may have to make some tough decisions. And one of the things that, that one of the best things that came out of me taking the skills intensive is the understanding that sometimes... The action is simply a decision, meaning it's not something that you can practice, 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 and then you'll get better at it, and then you'll be able to do it. Sometimes the action is simply you deciding, I am going to do this. And so uh, from the, the skills intensive, that relates to what is known as unconditional positive regard, and you're suspending judgment for the person that, that you're relating with. And I kept asking James Olivia, like, you know, well, how can I practice this? Because this is hard. <laughs> like, how do I do that? And they were just like, you decide to do it. It is a choice. It is a decision that you make. 
and perhaps over time with you doing it more and actually you decide and you actually do it and you're practicing it, it can be easier for you to decide to do it. But it's not like other things that are skills, you know, listening, very much a skill or, or I should say empathic listening when you are going after understanding and, and going after confirmation rather and you listen and you repeat back. That's a skill. You practice it. Unconditional positive regard, that's a decision that gets made. And so as it relates to, you know, what do you do when ambitious action feels isolating? Sometimes the action, the next kind of action, since you've already taken a bunch of ambitious, ambitious action, sometimes I think the next step may be at some point to make the decision to do something difficult, make the decision to move, make the decision to really enforce boundaries with, with people. I think sometimes we wait and we have, you know, we have a lot of emotions and a lot of feelings about it, but sometimes the action is simply making a decision. Not that, that you know, the, the statement is very simple, but I know that it, it's, it's not easy. So this whole episode, summarize the, my, my takeaway point from this is, I guess maybe I should go through the whole episode here. I, Starting off by saying, I know I haven't experienced it and I want to validate how shitty it is. Perhaps give some folks a heads up if it hasn't happened to them. I want to reinforce the notion that your people are out there. They are. And I think this is really lends itself to the, the value of social media because there's just more eyes. But your people are out there. And the goal is not to find them, but rather to attract them by continuing to show up exactly how you are. If we back it up just a second and we talk about why people do it, remember you're holding up that mirror. Everyone's nervous system is seeking safety and your growth, your changes, your ambitious action. That can be really scary to someone who wants things to stay the same because the same is comfortable and familiar and they, they can control it. And it doesn't make them question themselves. It doesn't make them question whether or not they're actually happy. That is huge when you do that. Huge. I think it's the number one reason why people just start attacking is because you are showing up and being like, hey, I did these things and I'm happier now. And I did some hard things and I'm happier now. And that person's like, oh, fuck. Now I got to sit here with my shit. Am I happy? If I'm not, maybe I've been putting some you know, stuff and some shit down for years. Now, do I want to deal with it? That's going to be so hard and that's not safe and big changes. No, 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 no. I don't want to deal with that. I'm just going to attack the thing that's holding up this mirror because if I do that, then I have control over the situation. And when I have control over the situation, even if I'm unhappy, I am safe. So if we're thinking about why it happens. So in terms of solutions and action items, number one, it's not about just throwing up a, you know, giant double middle fingers and be like, I don't care what anyone says, because that's just blatantly not true. If you want to try and understand what this person is, why they're feeling the way they're feeling, you really, you want to have that conversation, you want to relate with them, do it. If you want some help doing that, I highly recommend James Olivia's skills relate, relate skills intensive. Um, but if not, it, go ahead and just go after it yourself and, and have full discussions and look to see, look to go after understanding. It's not about convincing Go after understanding. Maybe the person says, holy, you know, this is scary for me. Like you're different and it's 
a lot and I'm unhappy. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I don't know. But have those conversations and then from there, make the decisions. And maybe it's a hard decision that you need to, you know, enforce some boundaries. Maybe it's a, an even harder decision that you need to, you know, really pull back from that, that relationship, that friendship. Maybe there's a decision that's made that you're like, I got to move because my people, they're not here. That, that may very well be the case. If all of this is like, oh my God, it sounds great, but you know, whoa, I am going to 100% right now plug the mafia. The doors are going to, when this episode drops, the doors are going to be about to open. I'm not going to put the registration link in the show notes because then I, I can't pull it down later. It's a whole big, whole big, whole big ordeal. But if you are like, hey, I want some community while I go and try and figure these things out. We would love to have you in the mafia. I've spoken about the mafia before. Courtney, if you could link that episode. I'm pretty sure I have an episode that says, what is the mafia? But uh, it is my monthly membership. It's about 150 professionals across the varied health, movement, wellness fields. I mean, we have Sandy in there. She's a, uh, she's an accountant. So, you know, people that are good about, good about listening around the edges, they're in there as well. And it's largely a community where we learn not just together, but from each other. There's sharing of resources. We have two family dinners every month. Those are the Zoom calls. I teach one of them. I bring in a guest speaker for the other one. Uh, I've had a bunch of different people in there. Of course, my girl Jill came in to speak. Uh, we got Cirque Physio coming in to speak. I've had Danny Matei speak. I've had Kyle Paxton speak. I've had James Olivia speak. We've had over 50 dinners. They're all in there, the recordings of everything. You can check them out at any time. The, the group, yes, it trends very heavily towards online business, but there is a brick-and-mortar cohort within the mafia. There's also the mafia, uh, which is all of the moms. There's like most of the women in there are moms, and they have their own separate uh, communications. I don't even, I'm not involved in that because I'm not a mom, uh, where they can support each other. And it is a group of people who are doing the thing and who are equally excited about supporting other people who are doing the thing. It's very real. When, when life gets lifey, people show up in there and they ask for support. And the other rest of the mafia shows up. It's a place where you can actually go and celebrate your wins. And people won't just fucking be dusty bitches about it. So if that sounds like something that you are looking for, shoot me a text. 310-737-2345. Or DM me at the Movement Maestro and I will send you that registration link and you can check out the registration page. Also, folks, let's be completely honest, it's only $37 a month. That's it. I haven't raised the prices. Maybe I'll raise it at some point, but as of right now, it's $37 a month. There's no long-term contracts or anything like that. Sign up for a month, see if it's for you. And if you're like, nah, this isn't for me, right, then you can cancel. You're an adult. We also are quite fond of lurkers. I actually just did a bunch of posts, a bunch of stories on Instagram, uh, inspired by Doc Jen Morgan. Uh, I almost said Doc Jen Fit, but I'm, who was also came in to speak to the mafia, uh, but inspired by Doc Jen Morgan. And uh, she had reached out to Sally Moore and said, hey, you know, you can totally just be a lurker. I'm a lurker in there. And Sally was like, oh, sign me up. Then I thought I had to be like front and center every time. And it's no, this is a DIY, and not DIY, this is a choose your own adventure approach to learning about online business and also having a community around you. So yeah, I ask that people look to give as much as they take, but there's nothing wrong with being a lurker and 
when you do you know, have the courage or the need to, to ask something, then I also ask that people, that those people then follow up and give in some way and you can, you know, comment on someone else's questions or provide feedback, you know, as the spirit moves them. But there's nothing wrong with being a lurker. My goal was to create a community and a resource that people could choose how they wanted to utilize, not something that people felt forced into using, because we know nothing good ever comes from anything forced. So that is my official plug for the Mafia. I fucking love that group. It's just, it's everything and more than I ever imagined it would become. And if it sounds like something that would be great to have in your life or you could use in your life, shoot me a text, shoot me a DM. We can chat and about it being a good fit. But realistically, folks, it's $37, so just try it. And if you don't like it, you can cancel on your own at any time. You don't have to email me or anything to cancel. You can just do that on your own because you are an adult. All right, that, I'm looking at the time, Thursday shorty. That's all I'm going to do for today. We got one more long, uh, what do I want to call it? We have one more guest episode, interview episode for this year. And then uh, for this year, before the summer, right? So I have two of them going out during June. Uh, the next one is going to go out on Monday the 20th, and that is going to be with, uh, uh, my goodness, Catherine Bruni Young, who's like Carrie. Catherine Bruni Young, super stoked about that. We already recorded that. That will go out, and that will be the last interview for the summer. I'm going to switch the style and go to shorties. I will probably do two shorties a week for the entire summer, doing them, uh, dropping them on Mondays and Thursdays. I haven't finalized that schedule just yet. I will keep you posted on all of that. Uh, I didn't get nearly as many votes from any of you folks out there, just a handful of what you want me to do if you have a preference for the summer uh, summer episodes. I'm leaning towards twice a week instead of the just the once a week every Thursday. Uh, so, yeah, if you have an opinion either way, Shoot me a text, drop me a DM, let me know what you would like for the summer episode, the summer series, if you will. Uh, and then again, if you want that Mafia registration page with that Mafia invite, shoot me the text, 310-737-2345, or a little DM at the Movement Maestro, and I will send it your way. As always, endlessly appreciative for every single one of you, especially appreciative for you, Betsy, for that phenomenal comment and just making this, this giving me a, a topic that I have to talk about this, this episode that was just really, really good. So thank you for sharing that. All of you, the rest of you, thank you for tuning in and I will catch you next week, same time, same place. Until next time, friends, maestro, 